Hello and welcome to the 3 Plus 1 Podcast. I am honored to co-host this podcast with up-and-coming media sensation Tadzi Hall of Let's Talk Tadzi. Tadzi, tell all of our Plus Ones what this episode is all about. Well, actually, let me tell you about 3 Plus 1. 3 Plus 1 <laughs> is a multi-generational podcast that crosses lines with zennial and millennial voices. Political issues, social matters, and popular culture are explored weekly in a segmented format that engages, informs, and sometimes uplifts. So, in today's awesome, awesome episode, we are joined with very, very, very special guest, Dwayne Walter of the Ready, Set, Great Lifestyle. Let's... Dwayne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it is an honor and a pleasure and a privilege to have you here with us. Uh, So glad you could be here. Ready, Set, Great is truly a more than a brand because I was asking you, you know, what should we call this? What is Ready, Set, Great? And it really is a lifestyle. Uh, Ready, Set, Great is fitness. It is personal training. It is massive, amazing classes that has huge social media following. Mm. You can follow Ready, Set, Great on Instagram at Ready, Set, Great. You can follow it also at uh, Dwayne Said It. You get awesome quotes and great clips, great sound bites. You really are one of the funniest. You are the funniest trainer I've ever met. In addition to the amazing training and the amazing uh, personal training and the amazing courses and classes that Dwayne creates, he really does also kind of foster an entire lifestyle transformational brand that he brings to the table. I know that you do life coaching, you do goal setting, you do motivational speaking. I do it all. You really... All things that result in positive change for people. So you've been a real testament in my life, and I'm so glad to have you here on the very second episode of Three Plus One. Thank you, thank you. Thank so you. with so before we launch in, is there anything that you want to add in or say? Did I forget any social media we want our listeners to kind of go to our plus ones to listen to? Um. Again, my name is Dwayne Walter. I'm the owner of Ready, Set, Great. Um, You can visit and get all information at ReadySetGreat.com or catch me on all of my handles, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ReadySetGreat. I am a NASM certified personal trainer, group personal training specialist, and fitness strategist. So you come to me for all things. What is NASM certified? NASM stands for the National Academy of Sports Medicine. So I'm an athlete at heart. I um, spent many years in athletics and fitness training. I was on the Junior Olympic team for Taekwondo for two years, fought in the Junior Olympics, uh, played collegiate tennis, ran track, played baseball, all that stuff. So sports medicine for me is important when I to be able to give my clients back real science, getting real results, real answers, instead of just, you know, we're going to lose weight. Yeah, but what does that mean? Dwayne, so let me just very briefly want to clarify because there are a lot of people okay. on social media and advertising that they are trainers. <laughs> what is the benefit and the value of being a NASM certified trainer? The a, a lot of people it, just, just just like everybody's a model in LA or everybody's an actor in Atlanta. Anybody can be a anybody's a trainer. I mean, I, really anybody can be a trainer. But to say that you are a NASM certified trainer that you really went through the the. All the work, I mean, and all of my NASA trainers out there know what I'm talking about, the workbooks, the classes, uh, renewing that certification every year and and saying I'm a certified trainer and I'm active, which means that I have to annually get recertified, take new classes, stay up to date because, you know, science is constantly changing. That that means that I'm, I'm current on my information and what I'm giving you. I'm not just I'm not just some old washed up football coach who's saying. 
Push it, push it, push it, push it. Now, no way are we knocking those football coaches. No, we thank you and we value you and we are proud of your contributions to our society. And 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 the and the benefits too is not only can I give you training tips, I can give you wellness tips, I can give you mindset, I can give you coaching on how to strategize your work week or your workout week. I just had a strategy session this morning. I called it a VIP because I had to literally go meet with the client and say, "You are losing your mind." So we're we're going backwards. So we, I had to pick through her schedule and say, where can we find this time to get this done? Because you're not taking care of you first, mm. and you're and and it, I can I can tell. And she starts bawling. Wow. And you. Uh, so it went deeper than oh, physical yeah. oh, into yeah. really meeting the needs of your clients as a whole. I just have one more. This is the thing that impresses me, Dwayne, and why I really you know admire you and then value your advice in addition to the fact that you know you're a part of my fitness journey it's the fact that you've lost weight right so many Whoa. trainers are in phenomenal shape yes and they, and they always have phenomenal. been correct but you haven't so yeah. you were larger yes significantly bigger yes oh, and how you, large were you I, so I so I have to start by saying I have been in no way is this meant to fat shame this is no, simply oh, a no. testimony we appreciate all, we love your body and we hope that you love your body too and then, well, and, and I'll say because uh, one one of the, the my normal things you or one of the normal things you can hear me saying in a class is I know, and people go you don't know. like and, and, you know and like something's hard in a spin class that I'm teaching or a boot camp class, and I go I know. When I say I know, I mean like really I know what it's like. I know what it's like to walk up a few flights of stairs and can't breathe. I know what it's like to try to put on some pants that you you knew you was gonna rock this outfit out and you couldn't button the pants up. I know what that's like. Um, so I, I was an athlete all my life. I unfortunately lost my sister when I was a junior in high school and I was 16 years old, getting ready to go, getting ready to turn 17. And I just suppressed it and suppressed it. And I threw myself, I got graduated from high school, focused, you know, all my studies in, at San Diego state. And, but I never dealt with that. Never, ever, ever dealt with that. And so I found myself in what I what I describe as my dark place. And I thought, ooh, okay, let me run away from everything that I know, move to Atlanta in 2013, and I'm just going to start my life over. Well, when you don't deal with soul stuff, it don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it, 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 you can't diet it away. You can't detox it away. You can't take a magic pill or wear a tummy wrap. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that, that deep stuff. And I started eating my feelings. And to the point where I'm looking in the mirror, I don't like who mm-hmm. I see. I hate who I see. I don't recognize who I see. And I'm 60 some odd pounds over where I'm at now. Wow. And I'm going, how did I get here? And so more than more than just the fitness, I started going to therapy. I started really working on on Dwayne and finding out who Dwayne is now that I'm 2000 miles away from my home and I'm miserable. And so then I added the fitness to it and I started doing all the things that I used to do when I was doing martial arts and playing tennis mm-hmm. and running track. And then the weight started dropping. That's when I met you more right. and pacers and all yeah. that stuff. And went from running a can barely run a mile to running a 5k then a 10k then a half marathon and i'm like i'm back you're back and now i want to share that with everyone and, and you're doing a great job with it so Dwayne, you can be reached here in atlanta you're an atlanta trainer i uh, am. You have classes at the atlanta sports complex you also train and have courses where at cycle elon in smyrna georgia so i and teach so, at the north northwest atlanta and southeast and atlanta. again he's on instagram at yes. ready set great yes. facebook at ready set great ready, set great twitter, twitter is ready set great yeah, everything so with that being said let's move into this week's beat Woo-hoo! 
Let's so, get it. So, Tazzy, should we start with politics, entertainment, or social media? Social media. What do you mean? Come on. <laughs> social media. Let's go. Get to the juice. So, you know, we're going to start with some local news. Um, you know, everyone who's out there, this podcast is hosted in Hotlanta, the ATL, the city too busy to hate, where our housewives are real. Our mayor <laughs> is named Keisha, Keisha. Bottoms, and our <laughs> superintendent is Dr. Maria Jacobs-Stoffin. So with that being said, real quick, Tazzy, Dwayne, on a uh, personal note, what is your favorite ATL nickname? Like, what name? I just named a whole lot of them. Again, I named Hotlanta at the ATL. Oh, it's simple. Mine's just the A. The A. The A is just the A. easy. Well, I, well, my folks from, because I'm from, I am from San Diego, California, and so we speak like this just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> and, bit. And so, you know, at first when I moved to Atlanta, <clears throat> I would say, yes, I've moved to Atlanta. And I would say both T's. And then I dropped then, then I dropped the second T and I moved to Atlanta. No, no, I dropped the first T, Atlanta. And Atlanta. Now, now it's Atlanta. Oh, now it's, now it's Atlanta. 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 It's like a U. Atlanta. So my favorite um, ATL nickname is the city too busy to hate. And that is absolutely <laughs> I love it. So with that being said, even though it may be a little bit boring, this unfortunately, our first topic up in social media is not boring. <sighs> and we're talking about Natalia Martinez, Ooh. right? So many of our non-ATLians may not know that name, but this week she has made pretty big waves in local news here in the city and kind of is reverberating around and becoming national news. Natalia was a soccer player at Georgia State University. Uh, she withdrew from school. After she was in Georgia State, is where Tazzy Hall yes. Come matriculated. On. Come on. Yes. And earned a degree in journalism. I got my bachelor's of arts in journalism from the Georgia State the University. Georgia State University. In Atlanta. So I this is near and dear to me. Um, because that is my school. So of course I naturally was like, get her the hell up out of here. But right. let but okay. <laughs> right. So let's talk about why you want to get her up out of here. She was a soccer player at Georgia State. And uh-huh. she did was. withdraw. She was. She withdrew from school. Gone. Gone. On her own because she and she was suspended from her soccer team Good. for using a racial slur on the social media platform Finsta. So, Dwayne, uh-huh. we're, you know, uh, well, you're closer to actually in age, probably to Tazzy, but have you ever heard of Finsta? No. I've never heard of Finsta. Tazzy, <laughs> have you heard of Finsta? I haven't. I thought it was an Instagram post. Tazzy, <laughs> officially, this topic might be like, you know, she's even aged out of the millennials. Yeah. Like, I'm about to zip you a millennial. She might be like, whatever comes next. So, uh, Finsta is like a version of Instagram that's like a part of maybe like a more of a secretive, encrypted version where only a few people may have access. Who has time? You. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who has time for children? All children. <laughs> children. Uh, Babies. Natalia Martinez. Right? Yeah, she clearly. And so did um, Haley, Haley Barber, someone else, who did the same thing. And so she withdrew from using the special epithet. Over 500 of her fellow students at Georgia State uh, called for her expulsion. Georgia State did not expel her. She withdrew on her own. What are your thoughts on what Natalia did and how the university specifically responded? Again, she wasn't kicked out of school. Right. She was just suspended from the soccer team. Okay, let me let me talk about this. Mm-hmm. As went, a graduate, as a graduate of the Georgia State University in Atlanta, shout rawr, out to my Panthers. Rawr. Shout out to my Panthers. Anywho, Georgia State is a black school. It's very black. Right. There are so many black people. It's very very diverse. 
Um, Georgia State is a PWI. It is not a historically black college or university. I never but, said it was. But, it's not an HBCU, but it is a like a large black population at that school. We are proud of the diversity found at Georgia State. Oh, Child, listen, okay. y'all know the people that listen, my friends that are listening, they understand what I mean when I say Georgia State is a very black institution. We run that school, basically. Like, Greek life, all of that, we run Georgia State. So, for her to think that it was going to be okay for her to say such a horrible term on whatever this new social media app is, is a problem. And I I stand with those students that wanted her to be expelled because any other uh, school somewhere else, they are expelling little white girls for saying crazy stuff like that. She might not be white or whatever she is, but she should... Being suspended wasn't enough. She should have been expelled. But my, my thing is... What like from like her point of view? What did you think was going to happen? Did you think people were just going to be like, "Oh, that's cool," mm. especially with the with the climate right now? What's going on in the world? Like ignorance? Are you crazy? You ignorance? Know. So this is really great. I, I'm so glad you guys jumped in with such strong, bye girl, uh, very 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 focused opinions. I actually feel as though that I really regret that uh, Natalia withdrew from school. Why? Because I think this is a great learning opportunity for her. And she for learned. Her she learned. She had to leave She's going to learn at home. She should have been expelled. She, she shouldn't have had the option to just, I want to walk away so I seem like the bigger person. You're not the bigger person. You look like a whole fool and now you want to walk away because everybody's like, get her up out of here because she's wrong. You're wrong. Young leave. people, just like last, like in last week's episode, we talked about Logan Paul. And I still stand behind the fact that young people make mistakes. And how long is age going to be an excuse? You're in college so that you can learn and you can grow and you can advance and you can be a better person. I would have loved to see Natalia become educated by people that would have reached out to her. There, I know that Georgia State has a large black student body that's mobilized, active on that campus. Some brother or sister should have taken her to the side and talked to her and also helped school her because what I don't no. want to see, let me, one point, I don't okay. want to see Natalia continue to grow up and not one realize that she is a person of color. Right. Natalia Martinez is a person of color. The same discrimination that's levied against the three of us in this room because of the color of our skin is probably leveraged against Natalia every day as well. But she is blind to it. She is asleep. She is not aware. Aware. She's not awake. And I think that this could have been a time in her life that somebody could have helped her on her journey to self-awareness so that she would have been more sensitive to what she did and she could have grown from it. And last thing I want to add to it is that I support her freedom of speech. As a college student, she has a right to have freedom of speech and college is a place for that expression so you can learn to grow from that. And the survey says... No, you don't have freedom of speech to say whatever you want. Just like I can't go on, I can't go in the gym. I can't go on any job or any speaking engagement. I can't even come on this podcast right now and say, I mean, so I could. You can't even say what she said. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, are you like, no, you don't. You, uh, yes, you have the freedom of speech, but that does not get that, that you're, you're in college, which means that you had to write a college application. You had to write an essay to get in. You're smart enough. You, you're smart enough. And you smart enough to be in some encrypted program on Instagram. Right. You smart enough to know Finsta. So my opinion is So you you know what's up. She knows. She just said on campus. My opinion on the freedom of speech. It was on social media. Okay. It's on social media. You can have freedom of speech. Say what you want to say. 
But you need to be okay with the consequences, consequences. that come with it. If somebody run up on her and beat her ass for what she said, she needs to be okay with that. You said what you said. Tazzy, it's Tazzy. freedom of speech. Last episode, right? What? Like last episode, is there a better word that we could have used? Is there a synonym oh. that would work instead of... Okay, we're going to go Run up on her and beat her into the ground. Stop the mother hole in Look the chest. that trick. Yeah, whoop that trick. Yeah, whoop that trick. <laughs> That's better. I, you know, a synonym that comes to mind is derriere. No. So, you know what? You know, is this more common though than we think that the use of the N word and other very highly offensive language is this more common than we know? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that when you are comfortable enough to post something like that, you've said it countless amounts of times before. You all are comfortable. You all are comfortable time. enough to post it. And we all all know that media, we all know that social media doesn't allow it. Your, your friends allow it. Your friends allowed it. None of your friends checked you or said and, and even in, in corporate America, because I still dabble in the corporate world um for the time being. And I have I have taken a stance in the last, I would say year. I've taken a stance where you cannot just say anything to me. I am a black King, you cannot speak to the king anyway. Yes, I have king. to teach you. I have to teach you how to speak to me. You can't say stuff about my hair. I have. I have a big fro. If I blow it out, it's probably longer than you know, longer than this, your hair that you got on your head, little Sally Mae. You can't say stuff anything to me. You, your hair is longer than Sally Mae. Sally Mae, <laughs> take the clip-ins out. Take them clip-ins out. <laughs> you can see my ball. They wear clips. They wear, they wear, they wear clips and wins. Try to act. Natalia has clips. They wear clips. They wear clips. Natalia, I love you and I support you and I hope that your hair is your own. Boom. Get on. Natalia, you know Natalia ain't listening to this podcast. Well, and she is listening. I want Natalia, I want you to know that you it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to go in a different direction. There is a school for you, there's a place for you, and I support you and I'm praying for you every I'm praying not, I ain't praying for you every day, I mean gonna lie. But tonight I am gonna say a very special prayer for you and for your well being. She's okay, a college well, she got student. One. She's so, not ignorant. She's not ignorant. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> making excuses for her. No, no, she's not ignorant, but she may she may there I do believe that she is not aware. In, I don't t- agree with when that. you are a person of color and you are using racial slurs, you are not aware. There are bigger issues that play, there are bigger but problems that play. But she didn't say play. it in a way that was like, you know, hey, my... No, it wasn't no. affirming. It was negative. Like, I'm right. in this room with a whole bunch of right. words. So, so like, look around. Oh, and my thing, is, and, and my thing is, she had to learn that word. She had to learn how to use it in hate this is proper talk. context. Hate is you're talk and self-hate is talk. You're not ignorant. But again... She was taught that, okay. and I'm, I'm telling you, not only does she probably have negative feelings about African American and Black people, but she probably she has negative feelings about brown people, and she's a brown person. And mm-hmm. and again, I have a lot. Of but she can pass. I mean, I'm looking at her picture right now. She could pass. As a she white can't girl. pass. So Natalia, you're canceled. Cancel. You left my school and I'm glad. You threw. Georgia State, we don't play that. Let's go. So when you talk about what's common, one thing that is becoming very common around the United States, according to social media, is the Tide Pod Challenge. This foolishness. So, you know, I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) For those who may not know, teens are putting detergent pods in their mouths. Stop. Did you hear what you just said? I did. Yeah. In their mouth. T- teens. These are whole teenagers in their, in, uh, who are putting okay. t- the detergent pots in their mouths in what's being called the Tide Pod Challenge. <laughs> Ingredients in the pods include ethanol, hydrogen peroxide, 
and polymers, a highly toxic mix of detergent meant to wipe out dirt and grime. Manufacturers have been concerned about toddlers using these, but it seems as though teens are the ones using these on purpose. And this comes from uh, CBS News correspondent Anna, Anna Werner. Uh, you need some Tide? Hell no. The Tide Pod Challenge. This is all we got to talk about. The Tide Pod Challenge ain't nothing but natural selection. (laughs) All all this is doing is getting rid of the idiots. Are they talking about locking up Tide Pod? Tide got on the internet saying they were going to cancel it. Don't cancel the Tide. Tide. Let these fools keep eating them because these people that's eating Tide Pods do not need to reproduce children. (laughs) This is natural selection. I approve the challenge. If you are fool enough to eat a Tide Pod, keep eating them, boo. Keep eating them. Because so we don't need I would like to add in that I, I do not agree with <laughs> Keep eating them. I do not agree with Tansy that we should continue <laughs> to allow you to eat Tide Pods. We definitely want you to stop with the Tide Pod challenge. Every life is precious, and the Tide Pods are definitely hurting us. I do not agree with legislation. That's a racist term from Darwin. <laughs> How dare you bring it up on this podcast where we have a black king right here. Yes. He is teaching you how to talk to him, and I need you to know how to talk to our young people who deserve empathy. They are fooling. And my thing is, I was so scared of my mama. Let me tell you something. And I'm, I'm talking about fear as like, like reverence for my mother mm-hmm. and, my, and my father. You know... I, I, I never did drugs. I couldn't come home drunk. I couldn't eat no Tide. Matter of fact, my mom would probably would have counted the Tide Pod. First of all, you wasted money. You wasted money. That's money. what she would have been mad about. I don't care nothing about the Tide Pod. Like she you is not, she'd be angry that you're wasting And so I went and looked this up. So Tide has recently added a chemical in the Tide, in the, in the pod that is, is supposed to create a very, um, uh, like hot swelling, like it's supposed to hurt when you eat it. And so you, you guys are bypassing that and still eating it and then when it, so it swells and it's painful so then that cascades down your throat and everything and then, and so you got pain and choking and, and like why there's so much stuff keep eating them to eat. <laughs> you're fool enough to eat them keep now eating look, them now look, I'm out my laughter because I do <laughs> empathize and feel great <laughs> sympathy for those of you who are feeling propelled by social media to eat Tide Pods. Why do you keep feeling bad for these idiots? I'm not understanding. You feel bad for the Italian. Now you feel bad for the fools eating Tide Pods. You are a fool if you eating a Tide Pod. You are That's really it. dumb. That's it. Because if, if you got enough money to have a Tide Pod, That's what I'm you, saying. you got some food in Because Tide Pods way more cheap. expensive than the powder or the liquid. So you waste some money. I use Tide Pods. And they're, and they're concentrated. Tide, if you're out there and you would like to sponsor this podcast, it doesn't take much. <laughs> I love Tide. Now, hold on. Yeah, we only need about $50 per uh, episode. And I, I, all three of us use Tide Pods. So I pay extra money for that Tide Pod because it really gets my clothes clean. I do want to say that although I feel empathy for the young people who are in these Tide Pods, I do not want you, Tide, to change your product. Because if my clothes don't come out as clean and fresh as they usually do because you change your product, I'm going to game. I saw a tweet saying they were discontinuing them because of the issue. That is so crazy. I'm going to say their new formula. That's like that I've like, always been on the game fence. I used to like cheer maybe once or twice. Well, see, I have eczema. I, grew up. I, I have mean, eczema, and so I I have to stick with one thing. Yeah, and Tide has done it, it for me. Yeah, so. I have my family. You know, we've been a family with allergies as well, so we've always used Tide. We've always used Ivory and then Dove later. Mm. So that's our what we go with. 
So this is a great time to kind of slide into entertainment and really big news this week. I don't know if everyone knows about it, but actress and comedian Monique is calling for fans to boycott Netflix, <laughs> claiming that <laughs> claiming that the streaming service lowballed her due to gender bias and color bias. Monique said in an Instagram video that Netflix offered her $500,000 for a comedy special. You know what? Actually, let's just listen to the call. Mm. Hey, loves. Hey, my loves. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated $2 more million because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends, however, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us. So as you can hear, we just played the clip of Monique basically asking us to boycott Netflix on behalf of her. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's talk about it. Tell me how you feel about what Monique had to say. I'll, I'll hold my comments till the end. I only have one thing to say to Monique. I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'm not going to be able to. I'm sorry. Why do you say you're not going to be able to do I'm it? I'm not going to be able to do it because, number one, it's not gender bias because you talk about Amy. If Amy got it, that's not gender bias. Number two, mm. color bias. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle getting them coins. He's very black. Coins. If I, if, last time I checked, I'm pretty sure he's black. Um, he and, ashes up too. <laughs> but I'm just, I, I can't, I think Netflix does an incredible job. I am a huge history buff. And I think Netflix does an incredible job of, of showcasing black art um, on the screen, whether it's a documentary, whether it's a show, whether it's a movie, I can find so many of the documentaries that I love to see and I love to watch and learn so much. Um, and even if it's not black, I'm, I'm sorry. I think Monique takes the accolades from the black community like the queen of comedy. That's something we gave you, girl. I'm Child. sorry. And I'm she sorry. wasn't even the funniest queen on the queens of comedy, if we're being Ooh. completely honest. Who uh -oh. was the funniest queen? Who? What queen of comedy should, could demand the major payout from Netflix that Monique is wanting? First of all, Samore and Lunell are funnier than her. <clears throat> I think Monique is hilarious, but I think she thinks her resume as far as getting... The bald head, uh, blonde bald right. head lady. Okay. Oh, she's funny as hell. She's hilarious. Must be a millennial thing. She's no. old. She's older than right. you. How is it a millennial thing? Right. You don't know Lunel? I don't. Oh, my I barely God. know Monique. But this is <laughs> So, I will. You but know. my thing is, okay. your show was on BET. The, like, the, the black entertainment television. Like, your, 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 your movies appealed mostly to black audiences. I don't think... I love Monique as an artist. 
I this foolishness and ever since she got with this man, I just can't. She just makes dumb decisions. Oh, they I can't rock fool. with this because they dropped another video I today. Saw. I saw where they were talking about the the cost of Amy Schumer's movie and the profit that they made and how it was only three million and how she made a movie the same year. And they profited a lot more. That her and that man look crazy. But my thing they is, look a fool. My thing is, you are friends. You 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 are friends with ballers. So get Puffy, Jay Z, whatever, whoever your friends are, and put the, and produce your own show. Yeah. If if you really felt that you would bring more money, then say you know what. You offer me five hundred thousand. I brought in ten million. Now, what you want to talk about? You with your resume? That Oscar was for a dramatic film. It was. I'm sorry. She you was beating precious. up on precious films and all that. And I understand. Get your ass out of bitch. You know <laughs> that's not. You know that's that ain't you. <laughs> the things that happen in the I movie Precious are terrible, and we should not be laughing. Thank you. <laughs> Ted has already learned I was about to get on the mic and say that we have no we find no humor in child abuse or in anything the traumatic experiences of Sapphire's novel Push or the film adaptation Precious you can ruin a wet dream we in no way advocate for wet dreams we don't even know what wet dreams are I want to emphasize that nothing shared in this podcast <laughs> is reflective of anyone's employment or place of employment or careers as a whole, other than Ready, Set, right. Great, That's fine. the lifestyle brand. Right. So, you know, guys, I actually, I do agree with both of you. Okay. On the point that Monique dispelled in her video clip her own case. It, right. You talk about gender bias, but you then mention the payout from... Uh, well, Amy Schumer. You talk about racial bias. You talk about both Chris Rock and, and just so happen to be very so dark skinned black men. I am. All, I, <laughs> I am not say. able to That's advocate for the boycott of Netflix, but I am still advocating for the boycott of H and M. Hashtag boycott H and M. Hashtag boycott H and M. Speaking of boycott Netflix, I think it's very selfish of Monique right. to ask us to boycott Netflix. First of all, sis. You don't have enough coins to go watch any movie you want to watch and find it wherever. We for think you do. For the rest of us. What? For the rest. How am I supposed to watch my shows, Mo? How am I supposed to watch random movies, Mo? You want me to give this up because they wouldn't give you some coins? Like, sis, you're being inconsiderate. My, <laughs> that's $7.99 that comes I out of my... You know what I'm saying? And it's not even my account that I watch Netflix on. So you need to stop acting up. Like, <laughs> you need to work on your uh, going back and forth. And if you choose to cancel her subscription to Netflix... That's because, fine. That's fine. But in my house, you don't know who I'm, Dee. But in my house... <laughs> I pay for my Netflix, and I promise you, she does not use my account. <laughs> she may use my microphone, but she does not use my account. Yeah. So not, you bring not. up a really good point. This is a really uh, clearly is a good segue in talking about what are we watching this week, what are we listening to this week, and what are we reading this week. I so let's not. start off with number. What are we watching? What's been the big? You know, whether it's been on Netflix or if it's a you know not a Netflix program. In our entertainment section, what are we watching this week? What really well, was your highlight? One, one of one of I'm always trying to grow my craft and build my craft, and 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 so I there's a new documentary called Rotten, 
And it's kind of a, it, it, it's more in depth than even what the health. So everybody went crazy about what the health and try to go vegan and stuff I like that. I to watch it. And you, I think you should watch it so you can be empowered and have the knowledge and then make your own informed decision. But ignorance is bliss when it comes to food. It's I don't not, cancer's know. not bliss. Oh God, everything yeah. can cause cancer though. Yeah, but at least you'll know so then you can take some of those can those those things that are carcinogenic out of your diet. And the way you're a vegan, like you No, vegan. no, I went, I was vegan. Uh-huh. I was, I went vegan for about a month. I am, unfortunately someone who has um, all thumbs in the kitchen so I vegan was very difficult for me but I am a vegetarian yeah so uh, but rotten is really really good that's on Netflix but as far as my shows oh my god I am a huge uh, of the good doctor the autistic doctor oh my god Uh, I like Scandal. I like How to Live with Murder. I like uh, Chicago Med, Chicago PD. So, so of those, give me one for this oh past week God. that was the highlight of your week. Just one. This is us. This is this us. This is us. I, this is that us. was gonna be mine. This is that us. Was gonna this, be mine. this is us. Made me. Made me. Um, stupid, silly cry where I had to stop it and this, put it on this pause. Last yeah, this last episode, I had to pause it and go in because I have a my the way my house is set up that my guest bathroom is like a clean shot. I don't know what I do when I cry. I have to leave the room. I said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I had to go into my bathroom and just get on the counter and just go. <laughs> it pulls so many emotions out it, of you. It, this fast episode. Yes. This and fast. it was about the dad. And my thing is, because I. Because Jack is perfect. I love Jack. Jack is perfection. He is. And I, I, I think about my dad. I, I am so blessed to still have such an amazing relationship with my father. And he's still alive. And my mother's father, my grandfather is still alive. My godfather. And then, but but knowing what that pain of losing, of suddenly losing somebody. My father is also still alive, but I bet he'll never listen to this podcast okay that was unexpected well let's go back to a positive note because <laughs> that wasn't a non-positive <laughs> note i just don't know if it is a podcast. this episode <laughs> this episode really did touch my heart and really made me realize like i appreciate my father so much i love mm-hmm. him he's one of my biggest supporters my best friend that's the homie wow. i don't know if he's gonna <laughs> listen to this because i'm kind of cursing on here and he really does not like that but the way that we Jack are was curtailing talking, the cursing dad we're working on it together. Uh, Listen, the way that Jack talked to Kate in this Uh, episode, uh, I was like, that is my dad. Like, he lets me know that I'm the bomb. Like, I'm an amazing woman. Like, he's an amazing man in my life. And this episode had me in tears. I had to call my dad and tell him that I loved him on the commercial break. We couldn't talk long because I had to finish watching the episode. But it was great. Yeah, I mean, it just, I, I, especially there, I think what got me was I know what it's like to lose someone at that age, like the specific age, that 16, 17, get ready, mm-hmm. graduate from high school age. I know exactly what that feels like. And to lose them suddenly, I remember it was a Friday. I'll never forget when I got the call that my sister had passed away. So I'm like, I couldn't, I can't, and I'm literally sitting there, it broke me all the way down. This Is Us deserves every award that they've gotten over this, this this award season and stuff. I mean, it's just an incredible show. And the fact that there's a character that is black and it was written black. It only mm. can be played by a black man. And mm. and, and, and and to see, uh, I can't even think of his name. Sterling, Sterling K. Brown. Oh my yes, God. Sterling. And to see his career take off the way it is mm. at the age of 40 shows you it is truly okay to be great even in your late, in your, in your season years. Age doesn't matter. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. Your Look, season so knows no age. None. It knows no time. I'm not sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I, I may have talked about it last week. I'm not. You're a Sterling hater, which I don't. No. Know. What? No, I'm not a Sterling. I will bust you in the head with this. You, guess who he likes? Who? Kevin. Oh, oh, bruh. exactly, bruh. exactly. 
Exactly. Who likes him? I hate Kevin. Kevin, Kevin can catch his hands. So, so I'm a big Kevin. Hands, but I have the always, way he talked to his mama. He, that's the problem. He ain't never get smacked down <laughs> as a child. My daddy, oh my I wouldn't have no teeth to this day. Rebecca, you should have been whooping that ass, and he wouldn't be acting the way he acted today and blaming y'all for everything. But you know what? Ooh. I like Kevin because Hell. Kevin I'm, said what to his mama and she didn't say nothing I back. I am a, I'm a Kevin supporter. I will continue no, a black to household. advocate for Kevin. Sterling K. Brown is a strong actor, but I do not feel that that role is, that, is as multidimensional and as multifaceted as I would like it to be. And that's just, that's my opinion. And I it's still know, developing. No one, I, I know it's a minority opinion in multiple ways, but again, and, and everyone probably has that character on This Is Us that they can relate to. Kevin is just a character who I relate to. I understand his struggle. I know what it's like to... to you to, talk to your mama like that? I do not. It has nothing to do with how I talk to my mama. So how you relate to him? So I relate. So you know that's a very good question. <clears throat> so in a moment of vulnerability with the mic, you know, bring it out. I relate to Kevin the fact that you know I know what it's like to have to kind of pull back who you are, pull back your personality for other people. How you have to sacrifice for family members so that they can have their moment, they can have their time, they can have their shine. And what ends up happening is that you end up not getting that attention. Didi. I'm sorry, wait, who what? Is that who are you for? talking about? He all his parent, both his parents focused on. The daughter, and then no, the his mother child. said it. So in the in the episode before so that, was he was easier. It was easier to love Randall because Randall didn't treat her like shit. And the, the dad, it was horrible. easier to talk yeah. to Kate because Kate loved her daddy. He Kevin was an asshole. Yes. He was, and I'm not saying Kevin got what he deserved, but he was like that because he wasn't embraced by his parents and he wasn't given the attention that he deserved because he was because a he, whole asshole. No, it, it was because he was an overachiever and he was the fastest one, and they did not feel. They had to give him that time and give okay. him that attention because he was always going to be the one who was going to be okay. And it, just because you're going to be okay because you're a natural overachiever well, doesn't mean you still don't need love and attention. So, <laughs> with that being said, uh, what I'm watching, the, the, the performance that to me was the best performance of this week. You know, I think that I don't know if there was the best performance, but it was the best written show. And it was this last week's episode of How to Get Away with Murder. The, oh my the God. entire episode had, you know, Tegan? when I ne- when I constantly think to myself, this show is going to hit its peak, it's going to become stale, it's going to become trite, it constantly reinvents itself, it constantly adds layer upon layer, twist upon twist, complication upon complication, and I love it. Scandal, I don't watch anymore. Uh, I think when she Olivia popped up out of the pool at the end of the season and she had broke up with Fitz is when I severed ties with the show because I'm like, this show is stale and it doesn't have the payoff, and they're not true to characters. How to get away with murder, they're true to who those characters are and how they have created them to be. No matter what, each of those individual uh, characters stay true to who they are as characters. And I appreciate it, I like it, and that's what makes me stick to that show. Okay, I don't go that deep, but I do like, I actually gave gave up, I gave up on how to get away with murder for a while because I'm like, this show is stale and it's not going anywhere. And I was just like, can y'all just please tell me who the hell killed Wes? Like, come on. Like, okay, we get it. We got it. But this season, oh my God. And I love that the drama is not Annalise. I love that she didn't do it. Oh, I love it. And that boy that fell and blew his brains out. Oh, oh child. child. He's still alive, though. Child, because they didn't do it right. Well, he didn't die. No, no, like, he, he, Wes is not he, alive. 
I didn't say no, no, no. The, the, the boy, boy that boy shot himself. That that was faithfully. He was gonna try to talk to the other boy's boyfriend, and then you. It, my thing is, but the, to me, that whole scene got on my nerves. But I mean, I love it because I love the way the story plays out. But you got mad, heard your name, st- took a pregnant girl's purse, pulled a gun out, and blew your own brains out. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say who says this term, but kill yourself. <laughs> oh somebody, somebody, said, somebody says that a what lot. What a horrible, horrible thing! What a horrible thing for anyone to say. Especially, we do not promote suicide. Please do not kill yourself. At all. Oh, Lord. As we now, I'm just gonna have to get the race. I'm sorry. Fun, I'm sorry. I'll never say it again. So, what are we listening to this week? I know that Dwayne, you're a big music head. I know mm-hmm. that Tazzy, you love music. What's the big? What are we listening to this week? What well, I'm recommend? not even listening to anything super, super new. But there is a song that I've been listening to a lot because it just makes me happy. Whoop that trick! No, <laughs> I should whoop that trick. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Natalie. Um, but it's Sticky by Raven Lene. <laughs> I nasty. love that song. <laughs> Why does it sound really nasty? I don't know. It's not nasty though, but I love Sticky by Raven. And it just it's just a feel-good song. Go check okay. it out. So Dwayne, what is it? What is the song? What am I listening to? Well, listen to I'm, I'm con- I am constantly adding music to my playlist, but I don't necessarily really listen to it. But there is this song by AO and T.O. Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I'm, that <laughs> goes to show you how departed I am. From. But all these little young rappers have these crazy names. But they have this song called "Like Us," and I think it's a great because I'm, I'm very religiously and spiritually open, and so but I love that because it, it goes like, "What if God was like us? Had a squad just like I that." Was like Ray Sermon. No, Sermon, that is, it's, not, it's AO. It's AO oh, and T.O. It sounds I, like Rachel. Yeah, they all sound yeah. the same. But, um, I, I really like that song, but I'm gonna tell you who's getting ready to come out with an album, huh? Who? The King herself, Beyonce. You think Beyonce's gonna? Come Beyonce out is now? getting ready. Beyonce to come. dropped them kids, and she about to drop some heat. No, Let baby, me tell you. she about to. She do, coming. She about to ruin them folks at she Coachella. Coming. She gonna do just like she did with this last album and drop it right Ooh. before Coachella. She gonna give me three days to learn all this music, and that's okay. Wig snatch. Edges gone, all of it. Beyonce, let, let, give it to me. Give it all. I want it all. Everything right now. Yeah. So you think that it'll be a new Beyonce album? We're hoping oh, so. Absolutely. So she's been know, she she's been I'm seen traveling so. with her laptop, and so when she got that we, we laptop know, tucked, we, we all know. know what that means. We know. Well, yeah. I, I would love a new Beyonce. Um, so just real quick, just to throw it in. Favorite Beyonce song, real quick. Tazzy. That. That's, like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, I don't have a favorite. It's Beyonce. Your favorite today? Oh my god! Wow. I don't know. I don't know. This is too. Long. I think. I think Ooh, my. I, shoot. My. Um. I think my favorite Beyonce song of all time is on four, and it's Angel. Because I love the way she sang it, that raspy, baby, put your arms around me, tell me I'm a problem. I love oh. that, and I love that play on like Word. you know, like you know. I got my angel, but I'm not. But I, you know, I am. Like I just, I, I love, the, I love the visual. I love the way she, she, she never sang like that before. You know, that raspy. Okay, I'm, so if I had to pick a Beyonce song right now to listen to over and over and over and over again, it would have to be Rocket. Mm. You might let judge. me put yes. I'm judging. Oh yeah. Oh, let me I, tell you something. Yeah. Rocket, you guys are saying ooh for one reason, but I'm saying it for a whole another reason. Ooh, oh my! Rocket would change your life if I Rocket. had to. But that's I do one of my have... least favorite songs. Oh my actually. god, I do not have a favorite song. But if I had to, and then formation, I love the ruckus that formation calls. 
on. We need all of that. But I, 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 I love the controversy and the ruckus and, and, and all of the talk that came after she performed Formation at the, at Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl? I, lo- Amazing. I love it. Amazing. I, lo- I loved it. So I probably, yeah, Formation or Angel. Angel vocally, but Formation, I'll say, is like all time or something. Woo. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So my favorite Beyonce song is mine. That is my the song yeah. mine is my hand mine. Down. Yeah, that's good. Um, favorite. Um, there's one on Lemonade that I like a lot too. Um, there's not. There's nothing. Sorry, like. I love Sorry as well. I ain't sorry. Yeah, yes. those are you know that's a those are middle fingers up and put them hands high, point it in his face, tell him boy bye. Yes. So with uh, I guess my the last question for move for entertainment to maybe a little bit something that's a little bit weightier is what are we reading or what have you read this week? Whether it was an article, whether you're reading a book, whether you're reading uh, daily affirmation, and I can start off. So I'm reading the book Home Going by Yar Jesse. It's a phenomenal book and it's 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 really unique. I don't want to give away too much, but it's set, it starts, it's really tracing the lineage of two women from Africa and it details their family's journey to America. So it's kind of like a modern day roots, but it's way more developed and it's concluding in modern times. The book is beautifully written, it's comprehensive, it's a must read for everyone and it's not something that I feel is a black read only, it's a universal read. It touches on the true nature of the human spirit and it really talks about what what unites us as a human race as opposed to what divides us. It's a phenomenal text. I can't wait to have others read it, to talk about it, to dialogue about it. I'm certain this book is going to be taught in numerous college courses around the United States and will probably become a staple in a number of high school courses as well, especially those high schools that are offering the IB diploma and those that you know have students enrolled in AP courses. So that's what I'm reading this week. Love to share. We'd love for you to check it out. We'll be posting stuff on the Instagram about the book and hopefully engage you in a conversation if you choose to, to read it with us. So, Dwayne, what are you reading? Well, I this is January has been a study month for me, so I haven't been reading books, but I have been reading up on a lot of self help, do it yourself um, things for my business. So one of the things about my brand that I'm very proud of is that I have learned from every creative or professional that I've worked with, from web designers to graphic designers and photographers, and a lot of those things I do myself now. So one of the things that I've been reading up on is adding closed captioning um, or subtitles to my movies or to my videos, because studies have shown that more people, people are more likely to watch your video in its entirety if it has closed captioning or subtitles, which I don't understand. I do. Okay. I actually watch a lot of I just read it so I can, I want to know if you messed up. I want to know if the closed captioning is right, even though I never I've never found a mistake because I've realized that there's a company called Rev.com that will do it for you a dollar a dollar every minute. So if your video is is thirty minutes long, they'll charge you thirty dollars and they'll close caption it for oh, you wow. and send it back to you. So it, all that being said, I have been doing a lot of studying uh, for things that I can do myself because I found my overhead to kind of get was getting out of hand. And now I'm reeling it all back in. I'm, I'm becoming all things. But yeah, that's what I've been. I've been studying, 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 studying. Okay, well, um, this is Tazzy, of course. <laughs> um, like most of you don't know, I'm actually at SCAG and in my MFA in film and television. So I haven't been reading for pleasure. I've been reading for school. And the most recent book I've been reading is Save the Cat by Blake Snyder. Basically, it's a screenwriting book. Just helps me, you know, 
write my screenplays a little better. Mm. Um, it's not super exciting, but if you're into screenplays, definitely read the book. It's the industry standard. Wait, so it's called Save My Cat. No, Save the Cat. Save the Cat. Yes. And so it's about saving the cat. Not necessarily <laughs> teaching you how to write screenplays, but the whole Save the Cat element is basically... Um, you have to have that something in there that keeps the reader interested yes. in your 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 screenplay, or people are just gonna throw it to the side. So that's mm -hmm. what the phrase is: "Save the cat in the industry." I think it's so unique, and ironic that you're reading a book currently and sharing that you're reading "Save the Cat" when you have an actual fear of cats. So cats are yeah. created by the devil. So when that I is so, so and let oh me say this, so, I'm so thankful that there is a that she said that, and I'm able to clearly to not even give a you know, politically correct, fair statement that she is wrong and that is horrible to say I, as someone who owns a cat that Tansy's afraid of. Cats no. are horrible. Let me tell you something. No, My father's not. family is from Louisiana. Go to Louisiana. Tell now me if you ever see a cat. Now here comes some real offensive stuff. Tell me if you ever see a cat this is when you're in Louisiana. Because every Louisiana people in Louisiana understand that cats are evil. Blame her dad. We don't keep them around. They're never going to be. No. I'm, Blame no. that dad. Cats ain't nothing but evil. No, when I when I walked in the door, she so was nice. standing on the chair. Yes, I was. His name is Peter. I don't give a damn. P Peter was up, was in the living room underneath the, the the coffee table, not bothering. Peter is fat. We're gonna post a picture of big ass Peter. He's like seventy pounds. He's gotta be. About he 70 owns pounds. a lion. It's a lion. <laughs> this isn't even a cat. Like I understand you got little little kitten. It's I not mean, a kitten. It's a it's a lion that he keeps. This in is here. fat shaming. Fat shaming. <laughs> But you have this personal trainer in here. Get Peter on a motherfucking diet. Oh, <laughs> So with that being said, this is a great time to kind of stop because I think we have we've hit the time limit and we're going to stop right here. Hello and welcome back to part two of the three plus one podcast. Um, we had so much amazing, you know, stuff to say that we're going now into our second part of this podcast. So we're going to kind of start off. We in the very first part of uh, today's, you know, broadcast, we talked about entertainment. We also talked about social media issues, but we really did get into the really big events that shaped the political scene of our nation. And that's kind of where we're going to start off. Um, we're also in this section of the podcast going to really go deep with Dwayne Walter and him kind of educating and informing us about how he's built such a strong brand. Ready, Set, Great Lifestyle brand is such a strong brand. And I know that he has a lot to share with us as well as our listeners, our plus ones, about how he's done that and what it has meant for the success. One thing that was shared with us uh, by Ready, Set, Great and Dwayne Walter was that you have high overhead costs. We too, with the 3 Plus 1 podcast, used to. Used to right. <laughs> we too have an overhead cost and we're working on trying to figure out a way to keep this podcast available to everyone we want to do this work we're passionate about this work Tansy has an amazing career ahead of her so we're really looking for sponsors and people out there who want to support this so if you have a brand you have a business you want to help us out and join this work we are looking for affiliates to support this good work throughout the process so let's kind of go guys into some of the politics that think about the government shutdown and then reopening that has occurred this week uh, really great excerpt from Cheryl Gay Stolberg and Thomas Kaplan writing for the New York Times. Congress brought an end to a three-day government shutdown on Monday as Senate Democrats buckled under pressure 
to adopt a short-term spending bill to fund government operations without first addressing the fate of young, undocumented immigrants, a.k.a. DREAMers. The House quickly approved the measure, which will fund the government through February the 8th and extend funding for the popular Children's Health Insurance Program for six years. And President Trump signed it Monday night. Ruminations on this topic. I think it's terrible and sad. Um, As you know, on the first podcast... DT, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a fan at all. I'm not even going to say President Donald Trump. DT. Bomb Orange. Listen, yeah. Agent Orange. Cheeto. Um, <laughs> not a fan, but I'm not surprised. It's one of those things that I'm like shocked, disappointed, but not surprised that this is happening. This is y'all president. I, I, that is, I didn't vote for him. This ain't y'all's president. This is Natalie's president. That's, Nat- that's Natalie's Natalie president. Voted for that's Natalie's man. president. Yes, for sure. I, I, I don't under, I just, I don't understand. I, I, I love it. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I'm so thankful that both of you levied the blame for this government shutdown on President Trump. And I do believe that President Trump and the Republican Party played a huge role in it. But they played even better than their role in the government shutdown was good politics. Mm-hmm. Because they are walking away from this, the inevitable winner, the winner of the of, shutdown. Of, and they didn't have to be. So all of my anger, all of my disappointment, <laughs> all of my fury is levied at people like Senator Doug Jones of Alabama, a Democrat that voted yes. Uh, Levy also towards uh, Democratic Senator from Colorado, Senator Michael Bennett, who voted yes. Also levied at Senator Senator Thomas uh, Copper of uh, Delaware, who voted yes. Senator Bill Nelson, Nelson, Democrat, who voted yes. These are the individuals that I am aiming my fury at. I blame the Democratic Party. There are some issues that are worthy of compromise, and there are issues that are worthy of negotiation. DACA is not one of them. The Dreamers deserve more. The founding principles of our nation deserve more than what the Democratic Party gave. They didn't fight. They didn't hold fast. They buckled, and as a result, they are the inevitable losers from this whole entire round, as well as the undocumented immigrants brought to our country by parents who love this country, they've lost as well, and that's unacceptable. The dreamers should not have been sacrificed in this political in this political circus, and I'm very disappointed and angry about it. So I blame the Democratic Party as a whole. I, I just I don't I don't have much anymore for the for the politics. I I, I don't it, it it has it has drained me. Because as much as you want to talk, as much you can have any opinion you want about President Barack Obama, but he would never be allowed to. I mean, my thing, just some of the stuff that Donald Trump and has, has has supported or not supported or or not spoke out against or things that have happened during his president, his small presidency, Barack could not have even touched it, got near it, looked at it the wrong way, blinked too loud in its direction. I just I and, and y'all control you control the government. You control what we know as the United States government and y'all can't get nothing done. I, I'm just I'm sad. And then they what, did get something done. They what they got done was the uh continued failure of DACA to to take effect. So yeah, they've true, done something. True. What they've done is continue to force harsh immigration policies that are separating families, sending and breaking apart the American family unit. So yeah, they're definitely getting things achieved. Ugh. 
Under my president, Barack Obama, this would have never happened. Let me say this, and I really hate to step out and, and make such a statement because I revere President Obama, as you have seen on my coffee table with the right. coffee table book <laughs> that someone says is uh, very uh, reminiscent of my childhood in rural Mississippi to have them on my table. Um, I revere President Obama. I adore his presidency, but I will never, ever and say that it wasn't a huge mistake not to make immigration job number one in the very beginning of his term in office. It should not, in my opinion, have been universal health care because as you've seen, that's almost disassembled anyway. Right. But had President Obama made a legal path to citizenship for the dreamers, for the illegal immigrants who are here, who belong in this country, who have worked hard for this country, who have contributed to this country, yeah. then you wouldn't have Donald Trump in office. And, and the I, Democratic Party to stand up and represent the people who's the, who, who they are. They are of the people. Represent the people. Do what's right by the people. And if you're not going to do what's right by the people, don't represent the Democratic Party. Doug Jones, shame on you. I have faith in this man. This man has a history of phenomenal civil rights work in Alabama, and for him to stand right there in the limited time that he's going to have in office and to vote with the Republicans to, to continue government and not fight for the Dreamers, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of Doug Jones, and I'm ashamed of every single Democrat who folded. Boom. Ooh. Yeah. It's time for my transition now, because it got a little hot in here. I see. <laughs> Didi is not uh, team Democrats right now. I, I am not. I'm very disappointed and I'm really upset about it. But I guess you're, you're right. It's definitely time to move on uh, and kind of transition. Anything else in government or politics that's really happening that's, that you guys want to bring to the how table? About, how, how, how about Agent Orange sleeping with the porn star? Mm. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about that? Because Barack couldn't have slept. He couldn't even attest. He couldn't even attest the school teacher. Not even. I do not. Somehow know. they had to figure it out that she posted a raunchy picture. Uh, President Donald. Let's talk about the. Calling the, him the that. Let's talk about what President Donald Trump. Agent Orange. Let's talk about the 45. actual facts of the case. Donnie. Did let's talk about the facts of the Trump, case. Trump. So when you talk about what, what do we was what the. I really try very hard to avoid certain news stories, but I know that President Trump is accused of having had a relationship with Stormy Daniels, a porn star who is capitalizing on that opportunity as she, as she goes should. into the twilight of her stage career. Bowling. So let's talk about that. What did President Trump, what is the allegations being levied against President Trump in regards to... He's accused of offering her $10,000 for sex. I think that's that might be. I think that's a fact, but I'm not sure. Sounds like prostitution to me. Sounds like a, yet another illegal act. I think it was about more like you know like a, dis, a non-disclosure clause or sign mm. you know signing a non-disclosure disclosure mm. clause mm. to not talk about or discuss this action. But well, that, the ten thousand dollars wasn't actually Stormy Daniels. That was another porn star, Jessica Drake. So it looks like. DTV dipping with porn stars every now and then. He gonna have to pay for it. With his thing. ugly, with it ugly. Mm. President, I, I do. None of these opinions are. I don't know. President, I don't know if he did it. I don't know if this is it's real. If this really happened. But my thing is, come on. Is this should this have even should this be national news? So shouldn't even be no. Known. There are other things that we should. Be there are more important things going on in the world. However, it just speaks further to the character, character of this yes. idiot, of this incompetent, 
sorry excuse for a human being that we have somehow allowed into the highest office in the United States of America. President I, Donald Trump is a very stable genius. I'm officially tired of talking I, I need a moment this. of let's, silence let's for that I need a moment of silence. We moving on. What are we talking about next, BD? Because now you done pissed me off. Yeah, now I'm, mad. I'm about to hit you with What's next? So what comes next is we're getting ready to move into the up, the down, and the clown of the week. But before we go into the up and the down and the clown, I definitely want to take a moment for us to to have some real dialogue with this episode's special guest, Dwayne Walter of the Ready, Set, Great Lifestyle brand. And Dwayne, just wanting to take a moment to really ask you just a few questions and get a few uh, really pearls of wisdom that we can share with those who are listening about the work you've done and how you've built such a successful uh, lifestyle brand. So real quick, for this episode, this half of of the episode, give us your elevator pitch. Who are you and what do you do? Through battles with depression and weight loss and everything else that my clients go through, I give that back and build kings and queens and especially focusing on those folks who look just like me with beautiful melanin. So that's what I do. So really, that's really great, you know, segue. This is January. Why I thought it would be phenomenal to have you join us on a January episode is that so many people are really focusing in on goals. Mm. What is one piece of advice that you give to any of your new clients when they're starting out about how they are able to achieve their goals? My, I I give a lot of advice and it really depends on the client because I I don't, I'm not cookie cutter when it comes to training and personal training. But one piece of advice I think everybody can take is strategy. I, I, I cannot stress enough how important it is to plan your week out, plan it. What is it? What, what, what is the goal? And then let's plan it out. If you try to shoot it at the hip or shoot it from the hip every single day, you'll look up and it's eight o'clock at night and you haven't done anything for self-care. And it doesn't necessarily mean getting in the gym and lifting a bunch of weights. Mm -hmm. It could be meditation. It could be yoga. It could be just making sure that you're drinking the right amount of water every day, that you're taking those vitamins or whatever. So it's about strategy. It's about making sure that you have a plan. And a lot of people do what I call, and I'm not going to use the term that I use, but it's the gym F around. They, they listen to gym science and they just really don't know, don't even have an, a clue of what they're doing when they're getting to the gym. They, I'm just, I'm going to the gym. Thank so. you so much for not using that word. Hopefully, Tazzy will also learn how to make better language choices. Oh, no, I cuss like a sailor, so Thank I'm, I'm, you. Really, I'm being nice. Not, now that we're on the topic of like health mm-hmm. and the plan and stuff, um, I do have an issue with the whole health thing. So I'm not a health guru person that works out all the time. But can we talk about how veganism pisses me off? Oh, let's like, talk about it. Yes. Okay. Well, I know so, you said you refuse to watch What the Hell. now we Ooh. go in a different direction. I refuse to go. watch What the Hell because I feel like ignorance of food is bliss. Uh-huh. Um, I saw somebody tweet and say that somewhere on What the Hell they said that cheese was coagulated cow puss or pus pus, pus. It is. <laughs> and that disgusted me to the point that I could not eat cheese for like a week and if that one statement made me feel that way I don't want to see the rest of the documentary but what I'm talking about when it comes to veganism is be a vegan I'm all about it do your veganism do your vegetarian whatever but don't try to make non-meat things meat the other day I saw wait okay so let's 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 pause because you went from hating veganism to vegan foods like what is it 
But it's it's I don't hate veganism. You can be a vegan. Do you know what veganism is? Listen, you know, do you know it's what no eggs is? and no no dairy, none no meat. Animal process. Yes, and I understand that. But eat your stuff, but you don't have to try to make it be meat. If you want to not eat meat, why do you want to make vegan bacon and vegan chicken? Cauliflower. Let me tell you something, y'all. Cauliflower some don't taste like take chicken. Baby steps. Some people have to take baby steps. So even for me, I I used to eat. Okay, so to give you a very a very exact example, I used to eat two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, two small fries, and a, and the, the sixty seven ounce or whatever large Coke almost every single day when I was Dang. in high school. I swear to God, <laughs> I was one hundred and forty seven pounds dripping wet. I was in the best shape of my life. It wasn't healthy. There's a difference between being he- in in shape and being healthy. But I, that's what I ate every single day, and. So for me, those things are normal for me. So me going to get now going to go get a, a, a veggie burger where the patty is made out of vegetables or it's made out of some type of animal protein or whatever, it I, or not animal protein, but vegetable protein, whatever. That for me, it gives me a little bit of set. I feel like I'm cheating a bit, but I'm still sticking to my diet. So I feel like veganism is a mind game at this point. It has to be a mind. It's mindset. I it's, saw it's a, a video beer. that said vegan bacon tutorial. So I watched the video. I said, you know what? Vegan bacon? Let's see what this is about. They took a flour tortilla, uh-huh. cut it up, put some barbecue sauce on it so it could be the color of bacon, uh-huh. and put it in a frying pan and said, this is vegan bacon. But, but, but okay, so I just have one question, and this is a very <laughs> profound question, and I just want you to really ponder it. Okay. Are you mad? I am. And I'm not even going to say, no, I ain't mad. I am. If you want to be a vegan, you don't want to my, eat meat. My, my, my Stop thing, trying to make everything so, meat. So, so people ask me, why are you a vegetarian? How long have you been a vegetarian? How do you do it? Stuff like that. I want to be around to watch my grandkids' grandkids play football in the yard, and I want to be able to run around with them. You know, my thing is so many of us think that these diseases like high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, uh, that, you know, uh, being overweight is genetic or it's it runs in my family and it's hereditary that stuff is not true we can control it like this everything you put in your mouth you have total control over so i mean so i've i've had to make better choices and then the older i get 30 is knocking on my front door i have to make better choices my metabolism is not as fast as it used to be well, even though i am a trainer and i go hard in the paint in the gym my metabolism be like hey yo hey 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 18 was 10 years ago bro chill out chill out i hear you so it vegan is not for everybody vegetarian is not for everybody and all the other labels and whatever it's not for everybody but i i think i'm going to become a vegan so that i can look younger and not be okay. told that I'm 45 so years old angry. by Tadzi's line so, sister. Yeah. And I think I made a phenomenal statement last week about all organizations are equal in my eyes, but one organization most certainly just took a drop. What organization just are you in? Just like Scarlett. Charlotte took a tumble. No. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and to the people that are listening to the Greek, his founders are still alive, so we don't really like <laughs> It's not much that he can really say to the rest of us. The okay? immaturity of the millennial okay. generation. The immaturity of the millennial Your generation. Your founders are still alive. Don't talk to me. What? Don't what? speak on my they founders. They are alive stop. because many stop. of them are vegans. Many of they them are, are alive. 
refuses to be a vegan, who is angry about vegans, who thinks that cat plus cheese is delicious and it is a a phenomenal treat. Please detain these two. I'm not giving up my queso. I'm not giving up my queso. Please detain these two. So as we now move forward. No, we're not moving forward. I have a nugget for y'all. I have a nugget. I have a nugget. Specifically for my kings and queens of melanin, we have got to break the soul food mold. Like if you look at the movie Soul Food, mm. they big, big mama big, died. Big mama died. And then they go and cook this big food spread and that food looks of good. all the food that killed Big Mama. We are but that's only because Big Mama was eating that same food for 70 years. And you break it up. Why? Why? If you break it up, it'll be fine. I don't agree. I totally don't agree about soul food. There's a really great book that I would love, like to mention uh, by Michael W. Twitty. I read this book maybe three months ago from an NPR recommendation. And it's called The Cooking Gene, A Journey Through African-American Culinary History in the Old South. And it really talks about real soul food and the real history of soul food and what it really means. So much of what we consider soul food has been altered and changed to be something that's not healthy. But our ancestors lived to be of great age and of great health and of great vitality from soul food because it really does nurture their whole mentality. So I don't know what Big Mama was eating on soul food, but I know that when you read this book and learn this history and make some of these recipes, you're surely going to be revitalizing the spirit. So I love the book. Certainly recommend that you read it if you ever get a chance. It's Michael W. Twitty's um, The Cooking Gene. Okay. Can respect it. <laughs> Thank you. So this is a time in our podcast that we go and we talk about the up, the down, and the clown. This is a weekly segment that we introduce and the up is something that we aspire to that really is something that represents a true positive light in the world that we live in and so Tazzy what is this week's the up the up is definitely going to be Apple um, partnering with I believe her name is pronounced Malala Malia. Malia. It's definitely Malia. Are you sure it's not spelled like Malia? But it's, I'm, you know who I'm talking about. Um, and that's the up because it brings about, you know, it's doubling the number of grants that she's providing to young women. Her whole mission is allowing young girls to have 12 years of education without the stress and different um, <clears throat> hardships that you can go through. Um, with her partnering with Apple, she's able to extend it to more than 100,000 girls. She can extend this mission also to India and Latin America. Like I said earlier, she can double her number of grants. And basically, it's an education advocate for you know equal rights for young girls to get their education on. And I absolutely love it. I'm so happy that Apple has partnered with her to make this a thing. Women need to be educated, of course. Um, they need all of these opportunities, especially in, especially in countries where women are not valued as much as men. So this is definitely the up of the week and it's such a, a positive and amazing thing going on. We are proud of Apple. Um, and I think that's probably every country. It's unfortunate that we still live in a world with such gender biases and such gender inequity that exists in every step that moves to break that barrier down is a step in the right direction. We just this past weekend had amazing women's marches all across the country. And so cheers and applause to Apple. I think that is a phenomenal up. Uh, great job, Tazzy, on that pick. And so if you don't know about uh, Malala and her journey and all that she's been through, I'm going to be sending you a series of uh, links that I need you to read immediately. So, Dwayne, with that being said, what is this week's down? I'm not 
sure of the family's name and I I didn't get too far into it because I didn't want so many of the of the details. It's the Turpin family. The Turpin family? Yeah. David Allen and Louise Anna Turpin. They are a terrible, awful descendants of the devil for harming those thirteen was it thirteen yeah, kids? Yeah, thirteen starving children 13 that starving were locked kids. in the torture house. And they would only let I heard they you know they only let them take one shower a, a year. year. Yes. I I I, I have I have phenomenal parents and a, a, a village and so I just can't imagine I can't Im- I, I, mm-hmm. how evil do you have to be what kind of mental disconnect do you have right right um <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna say what what we what we saying behind the camera but uh, I'm not saying it I'm, I'm not saying it it's not <laughs> this but it's this. We're not gonna say that on the podcast. Um, I think that there are human. There are, evil comes in. Evil knows no color. Evil no. knows no gender. Evil knows no sexual orientation. And I think that you know. I think you're right. What the Turpin family did was wrong. It was horrible. No, 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 no. It's beyond. It's it, irreprehensible. Yeah, it, 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 it is evil. That, I think you're perfect. right. That's a, that's a good yeah. nine dollar word. I think you're right. I think irreprehensible. Right. Um, so every week we talk about the up. We talk about the down. And we also talk about the clown. And so I think this week I'm happy to share my clown. And it breaks my heart to share it. Uh, Tazzy is angry. She's like, you've already said it, but I don't think I can say it enough. The, this week's clown is a Democratic Party. All of the Democrats in the United States Senate who voted with the Republicans to end the government shutdown and fail to uphold the responsibility of DACA. The Dreamers represent the very best of the very best of our country. They represent uh, the American dream. They represent the American identity, and they deserve to be fought for. They deserve protections. And what the Democrats did, who buckled, who folded, like Doug Jones, who gave in, should you should be, as I've said earlier in the podcast, ashamed of yourself. And you are truly representing the clown of the week. In addition to the up, the down, the clown, we always like to end the podcast experience on a high note. With the Best of Us Award. Yes. So the Best of Us represents... Tell us, Tazzy, what does the Best of Us represent? The Best of Us represent peace, positivity, and all of these things that we want the world to have. And this week, the Best of Us Award definitely goes to the Me Too movement. Because we... You know, Me Too movement is exposing all these horrible people and all this horrible shit that's going on. And it's enough. Time's up. All of that. Like, we're done with it. And me, specifically being in the entertainment industry and I'm in school to get my MFA in film and television, is huge in our industry. From Harvey Weinstein to Aziz being called out, which that's another topic for another day. We don't know. I don't know. We don't know that whole story yet. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But the Me Too movement is a powerful movement because women have been silenced for so long and felt like they they can't speak up about things that have happened to them but out of fear of losing jobs or losing respect or people thinking that they're lying and now it's, it's time is I up. just want oh, sorry I don't want oh, to yeah. bring it down though no you can add it in definitely I just want white women to not only say me too but say them too because y'all 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 bandwagon beneficiaries of some of this stuff. Listen. I'm sorry. Let's I, not I'm forget, sorry. 57 like, percent of white women voted for Donald Trump. So we're not we're we're not gonna act like we don't know that and that's a real life fact. I don't agree. So I don't agree. I don't yes. think this has anything to do with President Trump. I oh, also I didn't say pres- I also we're just saying do white not, women have benefited from movements the, like this. 
I think that white women have been at the forefront of the Me Too movement. Oh my God. What? First of all, wait, of, of the Me Too movement. And what yeah. I'm saying is when it's time for Black Lives Matter, and I want them to yeah. say them too. That's what I'm saying. I want yeah, the Me yeah. Too movement. And all and and Rebecca and her t- and and her book club. I want them <laughs> to come on and say yeah, them too. And I want you to stand up too. That's what because I'm even saying. when you look at those numbers out of Alabama, you still see uh, almost have, black women save the day like we always do. But okay, I have yes. a sister named Rebecca and she's black, so I know. That okay, she be well hurt. Trish or uh, or Tammy. You can be uh, you can be white. Can we just give to Becky? Becky, Becky. Shout Becky. out to Plies. That's Shout what my Plies. sister goes by. Shout Becky. out to Plies. Well, she shit so disrespectful. Sister, she stop, sister. Stop doing that. Stop going by Becky. You know better. You know better. You heard Rebecca the Plies song. Rebecca's a biblical name. Does she wear blonde hair? Ooh. It's a biblical name. Becky's she... not in the Bible. Rebecca. Becky is not in the Bible. Becky's not in the Bible. Don't go by that, sister. Stop Don't do that going no by more. that. It's done. On this 24th day of January 2018. Uh-huh. I want you to go back to Rebecca of the Bible and don't use Becky because Plies already told us what a Becky is. Uh-huh. Now, let's go. It. So, you know, I, I agree. I think the Me Too movement definitely gets the best of us. Uh, I love how Donald Trump didn't get it, though. <laughs> he didn't get that. It was, it was totally not for you. So. Yeah, he didn't get it. <laughs> so, one thing I want to also, we always add in also each week the products that we love. Things that this week that we really love. That we would recommend to our guests. We have this is not sponsored. We we don't have any sponsor. We'll never have a best product or products we love that sponsored. So a product that you love or a thing that you love. For me, it is coconut oil from Publix. Publix brand coconut oil. So <laughs> I am. <laughs> right, I'm yeah. sorry. It was just no, kind of like yeah. So let me tell you why. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you why I love the pup. It's, it's very affordable. It's a cost conscious decision. I, I bought it because I had a coupon for it. The Publix brand coconut oil is something I use every morning in my coffee. So I don't add sugar to my coffee. I don't add creamer, but I add a very small amount of coconut oil to it. And it does help carry me through from breakfast to lunch very well. And I really appreciate it. And I like it. And I'm very thankful to recommend that product to you. As shared in last week's episode, I am a Weight Watcher. I'm proud of my Weight Watcher's journey. And coconut oil helps me maintain and save points to enjoy other foods throughout the day. Uh, one thing that I have to add as a as a, a health junkie, I have replaced my deep fryer with an air fryer. Um, I have an air fryer XL. It give it a shot. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You can fry chicken even if if you if you still eat chicken or whatever. You can fry chicken in there. It tastes. Just like you dipped it in, in in grease, you batter it normal. You can even add a little bit of, of, of oil if you want to, but you're, it's not required and it will cook it like normal. It has been one of the things that I think has helped me take my health journey to the next level by eliminating that greasy, greasy, greasy food that so many of us, uh, so many of us kings and queens like to eat. And so that, that would be a product that I would throw out there. I think everybody needs to have an air fryer in their house and we need to dump the deep fryers. It needs to happen. We do not need to be eating deep fried foods. That is just a no. So the air fryer is your product of the week? That's my product of the week. Okay. Well, my product of the week would have to be my Herschel bag. Mm. Oh, my What's God. What's a Herschel bag? It is this. <laughs> Orange bag that you see in me carry. It's very heavy. It's not oh, cute. It is 
Is so there hot socks in your Herschel bag? I do have hot socks. Why do women have to carry so much stuff Listen, around all day? She really does have hot sauce in her bag. Oh my god! Oh my god! I it's have Texas hot sauce in my bag. It's Texas Pete. It's not my favorite. Hot Louisiana sauce in my bag. is my favorite, but Swag. I do keep hot sauce in my bag. Shout my out favorite out. brand of hot sauce is. Trappy's the bull. So Trappy's or Louisiana, either one of you can sponsor us Louisiana. and help cut down on this overhead cost. Louisiana's the best. But let me tell you about this Herschel bag. Um, it keeps me organized. It has everything. I can live out of it. I am a full-time student, as you know, and I'm in a film program, so I'm always recording, editing. I do this podcast as well. I'm on the go, and my Herschel bag keeps everything organized and it allows me to just be efficient as possible and I absolutely love it and it's my favorite color in the whole wide world which is orange so I will have to shout out Herschel products because they're amazing I like orange too Dwayne are you an orange you like the color orange Sure. Orange I like orange. I feel like orange is about aura. It's, it's a great color it's my favorite color in the whole world I love, I love, it's not my favorite Can't but I love that, the color it's my favorite okay I'm an orange person. I mean, you're a beautiful yeah. queen, so I can see you in some Thank you. I mean, you kind of have a little orange situation going She's on right now. She's a beautiful queen with uh, an orange aura, but I'm an yes. old Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. you're old. You're old. <laughs> right, right, right. So anyway, the point is, <laughs> thank to everyone who had joined us today for this podcast. We can't wait to join you next week with a whole new round of amazing topics from the political, entertainment, and social world. Thank you for coming and spending this time with us. You are our plus one. We appreciate you. Talk to you next week. And please follow today's special guest on social media. Ready, set, great at. Ready, set, great on Instagram. Ready, set, great on Facebook. As well as ready, set, great on Twitter. If you are in the Atlanta area, you can join us for our three plus one meetup at the Atlanta Sports Complex on any given Saturday at 10 a.m. where we are spinning for our life. <laughs> and also, if anywhere that you are in the in the world, if you want to do a strategy session with myself, again, I am a NASA certified personal trainer, group personal training specialist, and fitness strategist, please email me at info at readysetgreat.com or visit me at readysetgreat.com to view more information. Thanks and as you me. know, follow 3 Plus 1 on Instagram at 3 Plus 1 Podcast. Okay? And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye.